0: a farm home in the town next to the city. It is flourished by all sorts of intricate wayline designs and patterns personalized to the direction the shingles of the house are facing. Pulses move through them from the city. Citizens sometimes taking vacation there. ...sharing every draw of the city bolo ties and caraway seeds, as they take respite from the usual shadows of the brutalist buildings and the seemingly heavy doting over-the-road repairs. The man with the harem queendom, stuffed with a potbelly full of cream cheese and brown paper bags... He had maple syrup toes and a pension for amber-colored office supplies. He worked in clay, which from the inside contained the hearts of many women. Some would say every woman in the world kept her heart there, but that was only the legend they couldn't erase from the snowflake cereal boxes. The woman with the television solar plexus. Placed with an obelisk between her earlobe and her chin, hunkered down with a penny in her teeth. She worked in light which, from the inside, contained the love of many men. Some would say those men worked over her like the plow to the label, but that was only so they would forget which bills to pay when the day came to make the collect. The child with the onion eyes had not the heart to hold those kinds of words and would save a fortune pitied by the masses for all it could never be worth. A priceless work of art and a foretold enamored passage. Wrinkled paper. Perfect. Just perfect. Perfect. The music from the Jazz Club plays over the loudspeaker. Guy whispering through the tin can toward Blue. I thought I had driven you away that day on the bridge. I was trying to drive you home, but I was too close, pulling something from inside you. I was either a minor or a, a debutante, but either way, I was, I was too close and I, I drove you away. Blue interrupting from the other end, or so you thought. Figured family placed you somewhere inside mattered less. Somewhere safer. I saw it on the south end of the city. Left you something. Bickering, maybe, but mostly... Guy wording in unison from the door. Stars. As the cardinal eaves through an opening in a tarp, softly giving way to the passage of the small alleyway that gently moves as if breathing the warm light of summer waning through the holes of its distressed cloth, illuminating a ribbon-wrapped sculpture with ribbons of light. The wartime memorial pulses sparking pulses out through the city at odd angles. Created by the frequency disturbances, created by the loudspeaker. Somehow the music from the jazz club quelling, pulsing, fretful despondency. Let's break this down. It was quite the same every time with the berry branch then. The pulses crossing the grasslands tween the city and the forest would fall as the gravity sacrificed what constitution it had to remain with andy. No. Not every time, but yes. Every time the pulses would move in perfect sequence with the cadence of a gate opening in the light of leaves old and withered. Vines reaching as they do from the branches of the trees to the wayline, hoping to keep the loam in tact. A twelve-string lute player takes the stage at the jazz club, returning the strange scent of the green pulses in the waylines toward the solar panels into a humble abode in town. song, twinging, the smoke in the air in what seems like chains. Lyrical, though the notes tell of dispersion, rate, and in their lilt can be found a cascade of tension unwind. The soft shape in the middle of the room underground undulates in almost a perfect shape of a bubble held underneath by nothing thicker than a thorn, and so... In its center, a leaf appears thin as a hologram. Polly Parkinson sits in one of the booths, staring at nothing in general, watching the notes move across the room in lines, reforming as if an arpeggio making music of itself. To what strange end... To what strange end, indeed, disappointed by having sent a paper airplane, knowing what direction those sorts of things go. A waterfall of twenty years ago and holding tight what was so loose to follow. The homeless woman hears the sound of a leaf dropping from a silk string. Something in the shape of it, as it spins toward the ground, makes her turn her head toward the skin. From the town, her gaze is focused on a sense of something on the inside of the skin, though she cannot see it, of course, as the grass between her and the skin disappears. crow lands on a branch nearby, ominous though discordant with the mood of the town. It's just her and the crow standing still as silence with every guess of what, what the ancients are seeing inside feel its way through her body. The orange ancient, blinking back into the forest. shattered moment like a ghost except not at all walking through the trees through patch of ferns toward the skin called by some strange sense that those moments when their body hadn't quite made it all back to the forest through the secret passageway from the city those moments between their form calling like the wings of time displacing each new step away from the last one as if discontinuity regained its own form and called it the color of their being from pulse to body, staining their footfall all burned with each passing moment as if to remind them what and of the city they were leaving behind. As they walked closer to the skin, it was as if the words kept inside the pulse were calling to them from the surface of the skin, a sort of vibrational current pulling their body as if to call it by its own nature. The homeless woman walked into a tavern waiting for the ice to thaw from the snow that had brought its way through the town before making its way to the mountains for their own thirst. Ancient notices a dry grain growing in the background of the skin, faint as anything, while obtuse words and objects begin to image themselves across the skin, not obscured, but rather Orange found the dry grain more interesting than the other words or objects as they fell. Though each, as if it were falling, like the sounds of jazz music, the cartooned across the plain. Neither hypnotized nor holding on to anything in those moments between their steps, letting go with those parts of time that they haven't held inside their body, they festoon themselves as if to make sense of what falling through the skin. A racket of robins flies through the air as if upon the harmony of the cartoon songs were floating just below their breaths and tails. Not one disturbing the focus of the ancient, locked in quite the same gaze of the homeless woman as if she were standing inside of their body, however not to be, except the homeless woman falls to the ground, collapsing in a heap, dry grains growing where the grass had been, if only for a moment, and were it only her who saw the strange mirage of the grasslands eyes opening only to find her clothing beaming with pulses. Ribbons dance and meander through the grasslands like snakes, billowing if the wind were carrying them, yet we all know there isn't any wind across the plane of gravity and grain. A voice on the loudspeaker. Not the usual voice. Something strange, perhaps, Well, when the voice on the loudspeaker doesn't sound like the usual voice. Every citizen in the city said, The loudspeaker is broken. Particles fall into place. The wartime memorial at the beginning of its formation accumulated as if the sky had let loose something it could no longer hold as light as air. There is a farm home town next to the city. It is flourished by all sorts of intricate way, line, designs in patterns personalized to the direction the shingles of the house are facing. Ribbons, dance, rattling shutters. Grasslands Without Time is written and produced by Kate Madera, with artwork by Rachel Amber Longo and music by Human Nature. Have a Paramilla Day Time.